Chris Barsby. Good morning. How are you, Chris? I'm well, Steve. Good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. That's an interesting race on Friday night, isn't it, uh, with Chicago and, and Lavra Joe? How's that draw? What's it look like, the map, early? Well, not only those two horses, but Minstrel's back in action in that same race as well. And we know that Connections have a huge opinion of him. So that's going to be an intriguing race there. We'll talk with Matty Young tomorrow and get his thoughts. He'll be able to break it down better than what I will. But uh, that's a very intriguing race. So a few of these big horses are starting to, you know, show up again in the West. It's been a little lean in the last couple of weeks, but uh, that's a cracking race there. Leverage O first time up against the big boys. He's got Jumping Jack Mack on his inside. Diego to his outside, who won last week. And then you can throw in the likes of Minstrel, Chicago Bull, Gambit stepping up to free-for-all company. So really good race. Shockwave won't be too far away from the mix. He's probably oh, probably just over a month, six weeks away. So that's good news for Perth fans as well. So they'll have some strong open-class races coming up. Uh, and that builds well towards their cup races coming up. In, uh, in January as well, Steve. So yeah. a lot to look forward there. Yeah, if we just had Magnificent Storm in that race and Shockwave, yeah. it'd be an absolute pearler. Yeah, absolutely. And they're, they're the, probably the two biggest names that we're missing right now. So they won't be too far away. So it's exciting for the uh, Perth Open Class races and there's a lot to look forward to with their big carnival uh, coming up uh, later this year. Yeah, I don't think bookmakers want to hear the name Diego, do they, after last week's performance? Uh, landed some Ooh, big no. bets, didn't it? Yeah, yeah too right. Graham too Dwyer's right. with us, Chris. Well, Graham Dyer had a double yesterday at Albion Park, Steve, but uh, one horse in particular for me that created plenty of interest was his two-year-old trotter, Nellie Joy. We've had eight two-year-old trotting races in Queensland so far. Nellie Joy is now a dual winner, along with Susan is her name. But that time yesterday from Nellie Joy, quickest time so far this season in Queensland. Get this, though. From a stand start, 1,628 metres, a two-year-old trotting filly, 2-3. It was a very good run, and she was very strong at the line, Nellie Joy. Graham Dwyer joins us now. Graham, good morning. Congratulations. Yeah, good morning, Chris, and thank you. Uh, are you surprised with the times that these two-year-old trotters are now running? Uh, not really. Uh, just with my filly, personally, she's always progressed at home, so I was always expecting her to um, improve, and, and especially with racing as well. Okay. Now, only a few years ago, Racing Queensland invested heavily in the two-year-old trotters. They developed the Springboard Series. I think the first two-year-old trot race that year, the time that they recorded was about 2.19. 2.19. Your filly's going 2.3, and it's only a few years old now. Yeah, well, well, she has got a big uh, year ahead of her still. She's got to go down to Melbourne for the um, Vic Bread and uh, uh, British Crown, hopefully, at the end of the year. So... I'm just hoping she'll keep progressing for that. And uh, the owner who owns her will um, trains in Melbourne, so he'll be taken over in another six to eight weeks. And uh, I'm sure she'll do a good job down there as well. Okay. So the big target for her while she's still under your care is that Springboard Series. That comes up next month? Yeah, Springboard and then the Tide, I think it is. Okay. Okay. Now... With that victory yesterday, the fact that she was off 10 metres, she won yesterday, does that make it hard for you to place her now in lead-up towards those races? Oh, to be honest with you, we can just sort of back off a little bit now. Um, I think Angus has worked her out a touch better, um, you know, as we're going along. So I think we can just sort of relax a touch. Uh, she's, she's doing very well. Like she's pulled up super. You could start her next week and she'd improve again. So... Um, but we're going to miss next week. 
and I think uh, just sort of step a couple of stepping stones between here and the springboard. And uh, yeah, and I think she'll still be okay because she was strong. You know, like her last half was the best half, and uh, and on the line I thought she was going stronger at there. So I don't think the next 20 metres will worry her as long as she trots well. Yeah, well, speaking of that last half, leader to winner, 58-8. She would have broken 58 her last half yesterday. Yeah, she would have. And, uh, like, I just know at home here, I've been sitting behind some, you know, um, some nice horses here, and she's just sticking to them like glue. So uh, I do expect she'll just keep on improving. And, uh, um, like, she won the quickest lap here the other day and done it very easily. So she's come a long way, um, and I do think... You know, the more racing, the only thing that's going to stop them is the uh, traffic, I suppose. You know, that's something you've got to really try and get around them or get through them without getting in trouble yourself. So, you know, that's the one big thing that will come against um, horses off the back row, like she is. Okay. Now, she was uh, bred by Trump Bloodstock. Was she purchased through a sale last year? Yeah. Um, my mate Dennis bought her through the APG and... Uh, so uh, me and uh, Chris Chalmers picked her out of the sales and, uh, yeah, we pretty much um, sort of steered Dennis into her and, and yeah, luckily it's turned out because uh, he's a great mate of mine and, uh, yeah, and it'd just be good to get a few more results for him. Was she expensive at the sales last year, Grant? Yeah, she's 20000 Um, You know, so it wasn't, wasn't cheap, but I think... You know, the way our breeding system's going, you know, like, they should be that price. And it's so good that uh, they're starting to strengthen up for the for the breeders. You know, I think they go through a hell of a lot. And I think that's our best way we can support them is, is buy, you know, a good product for a good price, you know. And, uh, but, yeah, and luckily with our Q-bred bonus, he's now out of her, you know, like, with the first win bonus and, uh, and, a, and a couple of wins. Well, she's now paid for herself pretty much, you know, and it just goes testament to how our breeding scheme is, you know, you've got a chance to get back out and you can also invest heavily to, to find that horse. And uh, hopefully we found that one that can do a really good job. Um, but it just goes to show that, you know, the things they're doing is definitely starting to help us. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Uh, so with that Q-bred bonus, her earnings are heading up towards $30,000. So as you said, she's basically paid for herself. I- I'll ask this question. I know the answer to it already, though. Five years ago, probably not even that long ago, you wouldn't have been shelling out twenty thousand dollars for a, a yearling trotter in a Queensland sale. No, definitely not. And uh, but it's so good, you know. And our yeah. bunch of trotters, I reckon they'll match any trotters around. I could be so wrong, but they just seem to be. Um, a couple of those, with Venus Love went fifty-seven there yesterday in a trial. Um, the other filly that oh, I can't remember the name that's won a couple already too. Well, she's been done a super job. I expect her should go well wherever she goes. Um, but there's some really nice trotters in Queensland, and it goes to show that, you know, if a couple more years' time, it, we, it could be a lot stronger again. Yeah, yeah. goes to that theory. Uh, if you build it, uh, they'll come, and uh, that, that's being, uh, you know, uh, borne out this season because the strength is there. There's, you know, different winners each and every week, but the times are there as well. So the breed's getting better, and... Uh, uh, obviously, the uh, the style of racing is getting better as well for the two-year-old trotters. Oh, definitely. Like, to be honest with you, the breed of the trotter, most of them do want to trot. I've, I've had less dramas as a trotter I had than, than with the paces I've got this year. So, um, <laughs> so you, you would never say that previously, you know. So. Mm. Well, she ranks as a half-sister to She Got South, doesn't she? 
Yeah, well, I actually broke. She's got sass in, and uh, and and she she trotted quite well straight off the bat, and uh, and this one done the same thing. So. Okay. Now, speaking of trotters, you had a uh, a favourite yesterday that went around. Is she proving beyond frustrating at the moment, Paris Cape? Uh, not really. Like she's had a big campaign. She's going to have a a little let up before the springboard and the, um, the triad, but. She hasn't been in a lot of stands, so the first problem we had was stepping away, which I think we'll, we can solve that now. Like she may miss away every now and then, but I think we can get away more often than not. But she was hanging in a little bit for Jared at the end there, you know, and, and we've been reluctant reluctant to put a um, a burr on her because she can also run out. So, um, but I think we can easily fix that. But we're just going to give her a break first, and then uh, and reassess it again. Okay. Your other winner yesterday, along with Nelly Joy, was Charlie Chuckle. Now, this is a four-year-old. He's lightly raced, but he was really impressive yesterday. 55-6, he had to chair up yesterday, and he was strong at the line. He looks like he's going to do a really nice job. Well, he's still very very much like a baby, and uh, I do think he's got the ability there to make a nice horse. And um, there's probably last week he raced really good company, which brought him undone a little bit. But I think... As we go along, if we can just place him well, I think in a year's time he'll end up being a nice sort of horse, yeah. Okay. He's a son of live or die. It's rare to see live or die progeny still going around, but that probably uh, backs up what you said. He's just that slow maturing type. Yeah, and that's what I'm looking forward to, you know, if we can just keep him sound and, uh, you know, and just have a bit of, um, you know, forward sort of thinking with him. I'm, I'm sure he's going to do a good job down the track because he's definitely strong enough. It's just that he's got to get his race manners better and uh, and just have a, a bit more confidence about himself too. Right. Uh, you've got a couple of runners tonight that I wanted to ask about at Reckler. First up, we've got Luxury Lad in race two. His last start winner. I thought he was brilliantly driven last week. It was a very calculated drive. He sat outside the leader, really controlled it, made a sprint home, and he came out on top. How did you assess that effort last week? Yeah, exactly the same, Chris. I thought it was a terrific drive. Um, like we only spoke a little bit out of it uh, about the race before he went out, but pretty much the rest is all Angus, and I just thought he'd done a super job. He's done a great job with the horse on the way through as well. So he, the horse is really racing well at the moment. I think there's an ounce of luck in the right stage of the race. He could really do well. Um, he's another horse that's progressing. Um, you know, whether sitting will be the best way for him, you know, I'm sure it is because he has got good high speed. So... But I just don't know if he knows how to use it properly yet. So, um, But I'm pretty sure, you know, if we get it one ounce of luck there, I think he could be right in that race. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned uh, that he's still developing because by rights, he's still fairly, you know, uh, lightly raced, this guy. He's only had the 28 starts. He's won six. But since being under your care, I think he's won four or five races now. So he's been a good addition to the stable. Yeah, well, I had him sent from an owner in Melbourne and uh, he had two years off and he was on a hard mark. So, one, he had to find his feet. He was working well here at home, but as he went along, he just seemed to struggle a little bit at the races. Um, so we ended up purchasing the horse because the owner just wanted to move him on. So we purchased him just for the fact that he, how he felt at home. And um, once he found his right, well, found a great his competitive, then he found his feet, but now he's sort of grown the leap as well. So... Just goes to show a little bit of confidence and uh, and time. Things can come together, you know. All right. They've got you there all night because your other two runners are both in the last. That two-year-old mate, Mr. Delwyn, drawn gate one. Craddock drawn gate seven. So directly behind Mr. Delwyn, he's the only runner off the second row. 
Will it be the night for Craddock tonight? It's a hard one to say. I'm going to, I'm going to say possibly not because um, I just don't know what's going to happen at the start, but I'm pretty sure the one will try and hold. Um, and I actually got good respect for that horse as well. Uh, Craddock has good got good ability. It's just um, it's just something that's not quite right with his gait. So I'm just sort of playing around with his hobbles at the moment, um, see if I can get those a bit better for him. So, yeah, so pretty much we're just trying to get our finger on what's going on, um, but I'm definitely sure he could win a race sooner than later. Um, but he, when he's on his work at home, he def, definitely goes good enough to win a race for sure. Well, he's had the 11 starts now for five placings, but it's only a matter of time before he picks up his Q-bread bonus. Yeah, well, he's just got to learn to race better, but I think his gait's got to be better before he can actually learn to race better. So I think that's something I've got to concentrate on more so first, just having comfortable and, and well-balanced before he can move. And I think at the moment he's just losing his balance before when, you know, when the heat's coming into the race. So I think once we get on top of that a little bit, um, you know, we may have to give him a break. But I, he's so close to winning the race, um, and I just play around a little bit. I'm pretty sure we'll, we'll get him for sure. All right. And Mr. Delwyn, second up tonight. This is a lot easier than what he meant first up. Yeah, well, he's obviously uh, in the APG race and, you know, they got money to go around. And um, so anyway, we, we had a crack at that. But, you know, this is a lot better. Um, I, I do like the horse. He's a little bit lazy at times, but he, he does feel like he can go. So I'm hoping, um, you know, tonight will be his night because he's got the draw. But, you know, he's got to use it. And make them chase him, you know, and uh, and I'm I'm pretty confident if he does those simple things, he will make it hard for him for sure. Okay, so you got the three runners tonight, but uh, with a little bit of luck, they can all earn some prize money. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, the whole team's going pretty consistently, and uh, you know they'll always do their best. And um, I think the right runs that could easily happen again tonight. All right. It's been tough going over the last two months with the carnival on, but uh, you've got runners tonight, tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, so it's full steam ahead. Um, how many are you currently working? We've got about 25, Chris, and uh, we're always looking for more horses and, uh, and and a better class of horse too if we could try and get it. But, but you know, at the end of the day, as long as we've got four legs and a heartbeat, we'll, we'll have a good go at anything. All right. Now, I noticed during the carnival as well, your son Lane, who's... Uh, uh, an up-and-coming driver. He's only just going through the trial process at the moment. He's, he was warming up a few and warming up a couple of nice ones as well for Matty Craven. Yeah, I, I just got to get a bit more confidence to chuck him on my nice ones now. So if Matty can do it, I can do it. So, um, no, but he done a terrific job and I really thank Matty for giving him the opportunity. He really loved it. Um, and it just goes to show there's people out there that really want to try and get behind the young drivers of today and, and, uh, and I'm sure I'll be doing the same thing in the future. Yeah, absolutely. It would have been a big thrill. I think a couple of those horses that he sat behind were Crime Rider, who won that uh, later that night after being warmed up by Lane. And I think he even sat behind the Trotter Credit Master. Yeah, well, he's, I think he had a... I'm not sure if he had two winners in a second or something. He, yes. he had a strike rate <laughs> on his drives, but, um, yeah, but anyway, he claimed them, but that's good. It's good that they think that way. And uh, But he definitely loved it. It was, it was just a really good experience and, and put a spring in his step, too, for those few times he went around, so... Oh, it's good to see. Yeah, absolutely. When is his next uh, set of trial drives? The hard part's, um, you know, school and uh, yeah. when the trials are on, Chris. That's the hard bit. So, um, yeah, so we're just going to try and work out at the best time we can get into a trial. Um, the ones that he's been trialling are all going good at the moment too. So, 
you know, <laughs> money or trials. But at the moment, we can't get him there anyway. So, but it, it, that'll work out. We'll get it. He'll have his yep. opportunity. Yep, no doubt, no doubt. Graham, really appreciate the time. Uh, we'll see you trackside tonight. Well done for that double yesterday. No, thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. It was Graham Dwyer joining us. So uh, you're just repeating really joy yesterday from a stand start. Uh, two-year-old trotter going a time of 2-3. I find that really remarkable. It just shows how far we've come with the uh, the young trotters here in this state. Joining us now is Trent Dawes. And he went around in that race yesterday with the two-year-old trotters. And his trotter has got ability. But she can just get a little, a little fierce at times. And she's probably her own worst enemy. Trent's online with us now. Trent, good morning. Good morning, Chris. How are you? It's only a matter of time before your filly wins a race. Yeah, she goes she goes along pretty nice. I actually, I, I was I've been surprised it's probably taken her this long that you know she still hasn't got there yet. But you know she gets a bit hot when she's at the races, and uh, we're sort of working through that. But she's got a, she's got enough abilities. So I think I think she'll be a I think she'll look after it. it. It'll look after itself soon enough. But it's a really competitive bunch, and the times are amazing. Yeah, well, I mean, I. I think there's probably any one or half a dozen of these trotters that would have, would have been, you know, out and out the best one over the last two or three years uh, in Queensland. Um, you know, and, and, I, and I think, you know, probably like the way Nellie Joy was yesterday and, you know, Venus Love in the trial, I mean, I, I think they'd go anywhere in the country and hold their own and probably, probably do a bit more than hold their own too, to be fair. Mm, yeah, I tend to agree. Without doubt, though, yesterday, the star of the meeting was your three-year-old, Future Assured. How, how has he come back uh, in, in, the, in the fashion that he has? Because he is just a beast right now. He was brilliant last week, first up. And then yesterday, he just handed out more punishment, 55-6, 27-9, 27-5 on the way home. You must be thrilled with the way this guy's come up. Yeah, he was, he's, he's been a little unfortunate. We had him... We had him train back at the, um, you know, for the start of the year, and we were all ready to go. But he just, he just, he just come up a little bit of, with a bit of a an issue, and we had to, we had to give him three months off. And he, yeah, it's, it's absolutely been the right thing for the horse because he's, he's come back, you know, mountain time better than what he, what he ever was. And you know, we always thought he could go a bit, but he, he probably always had a bit of chink in his gait that we, we couldn't quite explain. And, and. Um, yeah, you know, obviously the time off has helped that. Yeah, he's really, really sharp at the moment, and the, you know, probably you know we missed the derbies, but they they were tough anyway, um, and we're probably sort of tracking along nicely now. Did he feel better yesterday or the previous week? No, nah, it was. I mean, he felt he felt really good yesterday. He did he did that really easily. I, I think it was obviously a better run the week before, um, but we were probably tossing up whether to to run him yesterday. So it worked out really nice that we didn't have to to go the same speed as we did the week before. So um, it, was, it was nice. We could just get a little bit little bit of a sort of controlled race and finish it how we wanted to. Okay. Now, the big question I've got to ask with Future Assured, the triad, it's only a week, couple of weeks away, uh, August 20, Saturday night. Uh, the last ranking list that uh, Racing Queensland put out, I don't even think he features on that list. He's now gone back to back. Is, is he going to force his way into this uh, big feature? Well, I mean, we'll have to we'll have to go the, the the long road with it. We'll have to go into the um, the heats on on Friday week, um, but that but that's okay. We we sort of made our way into that now, and um, you know we sort of planned. We we knew we were cutting it skinny for time when we did give him the time off. Um, but you know, you probably no no one ever assumes they're going to come back and um, you know just win a couple in a row. So it, it's nice. I, I think he's 
you know, I'm not, I'm not going to be afraid of too many through the heat. Um, obviously, there's there's three or four horses there that go really good, but they, they should go straight through to the final. So, um, you know, another run under his belt, particularly over 2,100, will be good for him anyway. So, um, yeah, hopefully we just don't run into any bad luck. Yeah, okay, so you're happy that, you know, he's coming up at the right time. You're not cutting it too fine to have him primed and ready to go for that Group 1 feature? Um, well, I mean, I, as when he was coming up, I thought I thought we probably were. You know, I thought we were cutting it fine. But, um, you know, there, there's, some, there's a couple, two or three colts in that, in that grade that are really quite nice horses. Um, Danger Zone and Teddy Disco, just a, a couple of them. Um, but they, they've, you know, they've really proven their stuff over the last month in, in tough races in the derbies. So, I mean, you, you got, you got to look for some positives, and it, it may be a good thing that we've sort of dodged that, and we, we certainly seem like we've got fresh legs going into it. Yeah, it's a good point, as we know. Speak the truth. Who was the number one ranked horse? He's out through injury. You mentioned Teddy Disco Danger Zone, but your guy does come into this uh, feature race with fresh legs, and there's still plenty of upside by the look of it. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, I think he's, you know, he's, he's never really been the kind of horse um, that's needed a, a lot of work anyway. Um, and those couple of mile sharpen ups, like I, I never thought he would have, he would have gone there last week and gone 53. And I, I know the track was fast, but um, you know, he, he, he doesn't need a great deal to, to be right. I don't think. So, I think, um, yeah, I, if we're if we're good enough, I think we're going to be right at, at the right time. Mm. Well, last year he took on the, the triad final and you're up against those horses that we were just talking about and he wasn't all that far away. I think he was beaten just over five metres. So he's right there with these horses. Yeah, well, I mean, I was actually quite disappointed at the time that he he probably had his chance in that triad final last year. But uh, the, the problem that we sort of found, it was it was, it was a bit hard to find and, um, you know, it's it sort of fixed, fixed, up, fixed up right now. But uh, but I think it it was probably there when we did take them on in that triad late last year. So um, you know, probably in, in hindsight, I mean, we probably if we were a bit fresher, we could have given a, given them a bit more of a crack anyway. Yeah, eleven starts now for this guy. Four wins, three minors. He's two for two, and he's got some big thumping miles against his name. Is there any sort of interest in this guy? Do you know, has there been any sort of offers? We know that market's sort of hot right now. So has there been any sort of offers made formal? Um, not that I'm aware of. I, I guess, I, I guess they, you know, it's, it's one of those things that if people sort of see. But he, he's, you know, he's really he's been out. Of, he's been away from the, anyone, anyone's train of thought until the last two weeks. So, um, you know, he'll, he'll get his chance over the next month to say whether he's, you know, what he's capable. He's always going to be a very, a very fast horse. Um, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll run through his grades. I'm, I'm sure of it whether or not he can pick up a decent race and, you know, whether he's going to be strong enough. He's definitely going to be fast enough to win a good race. Whether he's strong enough will be, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's going to come up for contention in the next month and hopefully he is. I've got no, got no reason to doubt he couldn't, he couldn't be strong enough, but um, he just hasn't had to prove it yet. So, um, yeah, we're, we're all sort of going to, we're going to learn a lot over the next month. Yep, sounds like it. Is he the best horse in your stable right now? Um, right now, I'd say he probably is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we do sort of. I think I think I got a two-year-old colt here that goes pretty good, but he's, um, you know, probably more looking forward to where future assured is. Right now is probably when he's going to uh, for real life probably come into his own this time next year. I'd say, 
Um, and yeah, talent to spare is not here at the moment. So yeah, I, I think he's, he's probably the, the number one billing right now. All right. And just on talent to spare, what, what is the update with that mare? Oh, she just had a little bit of a mishap um, probably six weeks ago, and she's just had to have another spell. So, um, yeah, it won't be, won't be too... Won't, it's not, not anything career-threatening like that for her at this stage, um, but we'll, we'll just get her over that. And um, it was probably a shame that she sort of... There was a couple of those races through the carnival. It would have been nice to be in. Um, probably. Probably. I, I don't think she was quite, quite where I wanted her to be... Um, when her last couple of starts anyway, like she was running good, but just, um, you know, we just sort of had to fix a few things up and hopefully, hopefully the bit of extra time will help that too. Okay. Well, it'll be good to see her back at the racetrack. You've got two runners on Saturday night, Airtime, who's very close to another win and Platinum Revolution. Tell me with Platinum Revolution, are you starting to win this battle with this mare? Well, I think, I think so. Um, we're, I probably wasn't disappointed with her, and until six weeks ago, she she raced raced pretty ordinary, and um, we sort of went back to the drawing board a bit. But her her run on Saturday night was really good, so um, one of these days we might get a might get a Barry draw that helps us out a little bit. But um, yeah, no, she she's she's sort of knocking on the door now from where she was last last Saturday night. That was a, that was a really good run. Mm, yep, for sure. And speaking of the changeover mares, you've got a new one stepping out tomorrow at Redlip. Talk her up. She's done plenty of travelling in her career. Uh, any expectations tomorrow with her? Um, well, I mean, she's probably been an all right horse in the day. I, uh, good mate of mine, Dean Sanoff, just sent her up to me, and I, I probably didn't realise she was as old as she was until just a couple of days ago. She's sort of a, she's rising ten, so she she's got got a bit of, bit of legs under her but um yeah, she's okay i mean she's well enough graded for a horse that was probably pretty good in her day so anyway well the good but she she she's sort of won enough races to say that she's she's, she's been handy enough in a day yeah all right we'll watch with interest there and you mentioned your two-year-old but for, uh, for real life is he on track for that group on trial well we were we were going we were going swimmingly uh, until until Saturday a week ago, and that, that running up your park sort of disappointed us. Um, but we, we went back and looked at things, and we, we think we sort of uncovered what happened that night. Um, so yeah, like his, his work since has been good. So we're we're actually um, yeah we we think we think we've got the horse that can probably go close this year. It's probably so far nothing's really put their hand up to say they're they're a superstar and. Um, you know, I, I think I think we've got a horse. I probably wouldn't swap for for any of the other, others right now. I just got to make sure we have him right on the night. Yeah. Right. Well, we look forward to August 20 with those big features just around the corner. Trent, really appreciate the time, and uh, here's hoping that Future Assured just keeps uh, keeps on delivering. He's been awesome so far this campaign. Yeah, it'd be nice to hope we keep the same trajectory. So thanks, Chris. Here's Trent Dawson joining us. So. Uh, He's got a, a very nice three-year-old there in Future Assured, and he's also got a very nice two-year-old in for real live, aiming towards those triad features on August 20. So a lot to look forward to there. Darren Clayton is about to join us now to give us a, a winner or two for Redcliffe tonight. He's online. Good morning, Darren. Morning, Chris. Uh, these two-year-old trotters, uh, I'll keep talking about it, but those times they're running, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's a big improvement. I think you've only got to look back to the, the first winner earlier in the year. Um, Susan is her name. 
like the the time that she ran first up. Um, you know, when you think back to the fact that three, it was only three years ago that we had our first ever two-year-old only trot here in Queensland, like the improvement in that regard is is off the charts. Like they've just continued to step up and step up. But um, time yesterday, Nellie Joy was able to record. Um, I think that was a track or a class record or close to it. Um, yeah. Two, three, no. Susan is her name actually got that record when she won. So um, she holds the Phillies uh, class record for two-year-olds over the 1628 at at two two point four. Nellie Joy's run two three flat yesterday, so not far off it. And um, yeah, it's it's crazy the times that they're putting in now. And um, I was actually looking back. It was um, she got sass, won that first two-year-old trot some seasons back, and went on a bit of a streak, and then probably sort of undone her a little bit, got her rating points a bit too high, and. Um, she won a couple more three-year-old races. She's now five. Um, she won her first race since her three-year-old days there last week at Albion Park. So um, good to see her getting back back on track as well. Yeah, absolutely. And just on that, Susan is her name. Uh, she's two for two. And as you said, she's gone two two point four already for a stand start at Albion Park over 1,628. Owner breeder Bruce Wyborn sending that filly to Victoria, and she's set to join the stables of Emma Stewart and Clayton Tongan because she's breeders crown eligible. Well, that's, that's a big get. Um, you know, we've seen her ability up here, and Chantelle and Pete have done a, a super job with her. And <laughs> Excuse me. Um, she's certainly not going to lose anything going to that stable, especially with their record with fillies and especially their record in the breeders' crown. So... Um, yeah, maybe some exciting times ahead there for Bruce. He's got a, a very nice filly on his hands. And I was actually going through some of those early trots. I think it was the first four or five weeks in a row, Pete and uh, or Chantel and Pete had the winner of those two-year-old trots. So they've done a fabulous job in, in getting those babies up and going themselves. Yep. Uh, as I said, uh, we've got the big Q-bread features just around the corner, Saturday, August 20. Just a, a quick thought on Future Assured. He's looked good, hasn't he, in his past two runs. Um, he, he was really good yesterday, um, the way he just put them away. I thought his first up run was equally as impressive from gate six. And he's always had, seemed a horse that, that's had plenty plenty of high speed and ability. Um, I guess it's just him taking that next step up now to the 2100 after a couple of runs at the mile. And um, I think he's he's going there in the, in the right um in the right shape at the moment. He's on the way up. He's not sort of plateauing. He's not, um, you know, he's not at the end of a campaign. So I think, um, I think Trent's done a good job at, at getting him back when he has, cause he'll go, he has sort of, you know, maybe one more run before that, or even goes into it now third up. Um, not sure what Trent just mentioned there. I didn't quite catch all the interview. Um, you know, he's going into that with a horse on the up. So um, exciting times for him, and he, he really is a, a very nice horse. Yeah, no doubt about it. I think he's got a uh, qualifying race uh, next week, I think he said. So uh, that'll be interesting. And just on those four Group 1 features for August 20, there's probably no real standout. Racy Roxy probably in the three-year-old Phillies division. She won the Breeders. She's won the South East Oaks. She probably looks a standout in that division, knowing that Cat King Cole's out through injury. Uh, the three-year-old Colts and Geldings we just mentioned. There's a few there. Teddy Disco, Danger Zone, Future Assured, certainly putting his hand up. Uh, the two-year-old Phillies, Jewel Melody 
is the number one, but I think there's going to be a few that are going to give her a good push. And uh, as far as the uh, um, the, the two-year-old fillies, it looks uh, the two-year-old colts and geldings that looks really open as well. So I think we're set for some really good racing. That's August twenty, and that's an all Q-bred race night. Yeah, and um, I think it's a good shift that Racing Queensland have done and moving these triads out of the carnival and, and having that standalone um, Q-Stars night. Um, Bernie Hewitt's got a good hand in those fillies. He's got both the um, Jewel Melody and Aurora Joy lined up there, so it could be could be going into interstate there, the Q-Bred money there. But like you say, those other ones, certainly um, wide open. As speak the truth, he's out for the season two, is that correct? That's it, yep. Yeah, so that three-year-old Colson Geldings, you know, that we've got Teddy Disco, Danger Zone, Bangkok DJ, um, you know, at the top of the board there. So um, it's going to be, there's, like you say, no real standout, and it's really going to be open racing, which which is great in these, um, you know, in these futurities. It's quite often the case that you'll get a, a standout or two in the different divisions, but um, when they're all nice and, and equal and open, it... Um, it makes it for an exciting time. Yeah. We had eight races yesterday at Albion Park. There was five trials, and there were significant trials as well leading up to that Kibred race night. The first trial, uh, cheerleader was able to score there. She she looks a, a nice filly for Grant Dixon. 57-6, beating Regazzo, Dietelli, Waterline. The two-year-old trotting filly, uh, Venus Love, finished fourth. They went 57-6. She was beaten 10 and three-quarter metres. It was a very good trial from the two-year-old trotter. Trial two, better than Rocket, was able to score the former Kiwi. He went 57-1. Uh, trial three, hold on to your bling, was able to beat Talk Like Motion. She's a very good filly. The tax collector third, uh, 156-9. Red Star deal fourth. Lady Digby fifth in that trial. That was a that was a strong trial, trial three. Trial four, the trot trial. Easy Pickings is easily the horse to follow out of that trial. He looked good yesterday. And trial five, Uncle Shank, he led all the way in the open trial, rating 53-4. So... Fairly strong trial session there yesterday, but uh, just with a viewpoint for the Q-bred triad night, a couple of nice horses uh, strutting their stuff yesterday. You mentioned Aurora Joy. She finished at the rear of the field. Looked like there was a few little gating issues with that filly yesterday. Yeah, I haven't had a chance to catch catch up with that trial. I'm just looking at the results, saw that she uh, said she broke. So, um, yeah, hopefully they can uh, sort that out. And it was just a a minor blip on the radar because she's a she's a very classy filly. Um, Talk like motion, she's another one that looks uh, a, a really nice filly. Um, there's one tonight, first starter at Redcliffe tonight, by the name of Ark and Wicked, Chris, for the Dixon Stable. And um, it's got trial form behind Waterline, who was third in the trial behind Cheerleader, and then also behind... Um, Talk like motion, um, finished just in behind them. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes. He's a he's a pretty well bred type as well, an art major cult, and um, whether times run out with him or um, whether he does stack up to that that trial form stacks up for him. But uh, that'll be a good watch tonight too in the last race. Yeah, I really like Talk like motion. I think she'll make a race with Jewel Melody on August twenty. So uh, we look forward to that clash. Let's find a winner for tonight at Redcliffe. Uh, we've got 10 races. Action starts at 5.17. Where do we find your best bet? I found tonight a really tricky night, I thought, Chris. And, um, yeah, I, I thought it was a, a tough night to, to really stand one out with uh, full confidence. Um, 
With that said, um, in race one, horse number six, better jiggle. Uh, I thought he was really good first up for the Butler Stable. Butler Stable leading uh, leading the Premiership in Queensland. They look like they'll be the first to 100 wins. Currently on uh, 92, I think they were up to. Um, better jiggle. He was first up for them last week at Redcliffe. Went there from a tough gate and was and was really good. Um, got some cover. He was wide off the track in the in the latter stages and hit the line nicely. Gets gate six. I think there'll be a little bit of speed and pressure to his inside, and I think he can uh, go again. Race one, number six, better jiggle. Okay, two sixty with tab fixed price right now. Better jiggle. Was there anything else that stood out for you tonight? Yeah, if we go down to uh, race four, uh, horse number eight, Feelgood Express, got a good record at uh, at Redcliffe. Um, hasn't been too far away of late. Um, bumped into Vermont. Vermont's won her past two. She's been, Feelgood Express has just been behind her in, in both of those. I thought she finds a race here where there could be a, a little bit of uh, early pressure off the front line there, a bit of early speed and um, Feelgood Express. Should be able to capitalise on that. Um, and, yeah, I thought she was a chance there in that race. Race four, number eight, Feel Good Express. OK, currently 250 there, Feel Good Express. The quaddy tonight, races five, six, seven and eight. Throw some numbers my way. Uh, first leg, I uh, thought this was a race for Courageous Sam. He's been there about since he last won four runs back. He had to work hard that time. Dangers probably five delightful rainbow and two better memories on a class drop. So two four five in that opening leg. Second leg race six, um, a really tricky one here. I've got number five Jillaby Gizmo on top with no confidence whatsoever. I thought number nine never ever bend isn't too far away. Fertile Firefox, good gate speed. If he gets to the front and they and they just happen to leave him alone, it's certainly a race that he might be able to pinch and. Uh, we'll throw in number three, Lord Denzel, as well, but I don't think the, the chances stop there. So two, three, five, and nine. Uh, the third leg, race seven. Uh, tricky little one here. The weapon was good last time to break the maiden. Um, gate one, probably not sure if that's best suited for him at the moment. Uh, my old Victor probably just has been perhaps a shade below where he might have uh, looked like he was going to get to at the moment. Uh, Harry Kane draws inside the second line and um, he just needs to get away from the fence I think and if he can get around them uh, he certainly uh, should be too good, he won by 39 metres last week, he's been really uh, waiting but just needs to get away from the fence so we will go one out with number 7 Harry Kane um, just it's a, a tricky little race that one and the last race um, keen on the chances of number four, just one good one. I think he gets his chances. He's had four placings his last uh, four starts. Get a load of this, bro. Um, can certainly be thereabouts, but his record beyond 2,000 metres shows nothing from four attempts. So um, he'll need to step up here. And we'll throw in also numbers one and seven. Uh, feel the thrill. Again, he's not best suited at this trip. Illawong dream time. Um, he's starting to look a bit like one of those horses that's got afraid of the winning post now, but the right trip will certainly help him. So one four seven eight to bring it home. Okay, repeating your numbers for the quaddy tonight: two four five in first uh, in the first leg race five. So two four five, then two three five nine seven only one four seven eight. Uh, so that's what forty eight bucks for a hundred percent of the dividend. That should be it. Four by four by three. All right, and your best bets tonight 
uh, races one and race four. So race number four, we're going with the Feel Good Express 250. And in the first better jiggle, it's currently at 260.